Welcome to Top of the Line. This is the podcast version of our YouTube show. New episodes every Monday and Friday where we talk about audio and hi-fi related themes. If you have any requests for a future episode, send us an email, T-O-T-L at abyssheadphones.com. So I was thinking we were. I was at a um, estate sale a few weeks ago, and it was um, one of those estate sales where like everything in the place was like high quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice stuff. You know, not a lot of stuff, but nice stuff. And one of the nice stuff things was the guy had a turntable, a nice stereo. Well, I'm assuming it was a guy. He wasn't there. Uh, Obviously, uh, he was selling his house, so mm-hmm. something happened. I see. But. He had a really nice collection of albums, and they were like mint. You know, I'm talking 60s, 70s, even in the 80s. Uh, mint. Like, I don't even know how you play them. Maybe you never played them. I don't know. Well, maybe. Yeah. But just the album covers were mint. The album, I mean, like, you might as well just have bought it brand new, right? So, anyway, I, didn't, I wasn't going there for that, but obviously one of the reasons I was going there was for that. But the, the story goes, is I get there, and um, uh, I go to the woman, and I'm like, God, these are expensive. You know, for an estate sale, usually you get albums for four, five, six bucks. Right. These were market price, like 20 30 depending on the label artist, mm-hmm. you know. And they had a couple there. They had a few there that um, uh, um, I was still interested in. And I'm like, she's like, oh, you should have been here yesterday. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, there was a lot of young people here, and they bought all the albums. Now, there was a good 50, 60 albums there when I was there, and that was right. a day later. So I'm thinking, oh, man, I should have been there yesterday because there must have been a lot of albums. She's like, they, these young, and it was all younger people, and they were paying top dollar for these albums because they're, you know, crazy. And uh, anyway, I got to me thinking, you know, it's like, wow, I'm competing with 20-somethings at an estate sale. For vinyl. <laughs> like, I've never seen that happen before. I've never seen that happen before where, you know, uh, where they're there first. And they're picking up and grabbing this stuff. So, you know, it makes you think. It's like, wow, this vinyl thing, you know, it's getting to a point where it's pretty damn popular. Pretty damn popular. Like, I'm never fighting with anyone over CDs at estate sales. You know, it doesn't no. happen. Nobody even gives a crap about CDs. And they do not. You know? So it's like a whole different level of uh demand here analog is very different from streaming music services digital audio um even something like a cd where you have physical media i think for a lot of people just having a physical object it kind of has some novelty or or appeal to it and cds kind of give you a little bit more than you get with like buying an album on a streaming service or whatever on, 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 on some sort of music purchasing digital thing well it is tangible that's right. one thing that people that have vinyl or cds always said well and it, it works when the internet goes out well, yeah. it does yes, yes <laughs> you know correction you don't need internet you don't need internet. Yeah, yeah in fact you yeah. could even really technically you could spin the record by hand yeah you could it's gonna have a rather high wow and flutter as they call yes, it what, victrola doesn't need power <laughs> well that's true oh, yeah, that that's thing true. you just got to keep winding it yeah you need a yeah. monkey to wind it mm. it doesn't sound good no, no it doesn't it's sound actually good. really very bad yeah but, but there's, there's no electronics <laughs> not at all <laughs> totally analog it goes from a steel needle okay. and just acoustically amplifies it to a horn at the other end there's no 
electronics. It yeah. sounds like that too. It sure does sound yeah. like that. Yeah. There's some novelty. It sounds like it. a steel needle playing in a horn. <laughs> the fidelity is, is pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's spooky. Yeah. Sound that's true. It can be. It almost <laughs> sounds like ghostly music. Yeah. Like it's. Uh, that's how everything sounded back in the day, I like, guess. Like yeah. you just pulled it off a sunken ship or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess the question is, if you were like listening to music like that in the 20s or whatever, yeah. would you want to have it sound like that now still? It's like, oh, this sounds too good. I want it to sound like it did in the 20s. No. I think, I think, we, I think if, that, if that kept going where they, amplification in tubes didn't happen, I think they'd be improving on their horn technology. Probably, would be yeah. You know, you would need to make smoother sounding horns. It's speakers. got pretty bad bandwidth. Yeah, yeah that too. It's pretty narrow. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's all mids. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Upper mids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever travels through the steel needle better, you know? And it, you think about though, though, if you wanted to tweak one of these out, like at first I could think of you'd change the steel material. Like they did plate them, the, the needles back in these, these old Victrolas. Yeah. They plated them like I know, like the ones that some of them are gold plated, mm. which changed Ooh. the sound. I mean, on a container, you'd get it. Oh, yeah, they I got a container that. of them. Yeah. They're, they're up there and you know, back in the day, but they would have like a five pack of gold plated needles. And yeah. like technically, you're gold only plated to, steel, yeah. And you're it's only split well, it might have been gold over nickel over steel, yeah, right. But, but still, the point is, they were gold and they were they were considered you know top shelf. And as supposedly, it should, I'm sure it did change the sound of what mm. you were playing. You because don't have any. Oh yeah, I got some. So, yeah, Absolutely. You never tried them. Uh, well, I played it once, but oh. I never really like sat oh, down and yeah, figured out. Well, yeah. what's the higher fidelity here yeah, yeah. coming out of it a wood It sounds pretty horn. awful, so I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, right. I wasn't there, deal. but I'm like, oh, this is neat though. Just thinking, just thinking that you're playing through a gold needle, just in itself, just makes you feel like it sounds better. Yeah, maybe. You know, that is a thing. There's a lot yeah. of situations like that where I know I fall into this trap myself. I just like the way something's made or yeah. built or how it works, and so knowing that. It gives you a little extra novelty or flair there when you're using it because how the tech underlying technology or whatever works. So you get that kind of thing with analog and vinyl, and you don't have any of that really with digital. Well, not only that, like the gold needles from these old Victrolas are so rare now that, like, you know, I might have paid five or ten, I might have paid ten bucks for a five pack or something like that. And technically, you're only supposed to play the needle once through one album and then mm. throw it out. Because, yeah. like, when they back in the day that you bought, like, a hundred pack of steel needles and right. you would just like go through them like water because the records are so hard. These 78s were so hard they would just like brutalize the steel needle. Yeah, <laughs> the steel blunt. needle would brutalize the record too. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, you know, but I'm just saying just think about what we could have done with a 78 had we tweaked out all the materials on a Victrola from the materials that the needle were made of through the arm like we do now with modern turntables. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, what do they do with turntables today? Well, yeah, every Jeez. every nut and bolt you scrutinize, right? Weight yeah. and what the materials of the tone arms? Yeah. Carbon fiber. Yeah, well, usually aluminum or <laughs> aluminum. Yeah, I mean, but just through the whole process, how they're mounted, you know, the, the vibration control. Well, I think I think the it's real thing, the, the novelty, as it were, with uh, vinyl and the kids liking it, is you can see how it works, right? You can't see how your phone plays an MP3, right? But you can see this, how it's making music. Right. So it's got a novelty to it. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah, it's like how, like, it's just like, a, it's so simple. Kind of, yeah. It is like one of those things where it doesn't seem like it should work, but it works really quite well. I guess there's a little bit of interest there. I mean, yeah, because like, if you think, I mean, it's like essentially an antenna that can pick up all kinds of noises, like amplifying really, really small signals. So it seems like it should just be super noisy and everything, but... Yeah, you didn't they put a gold record in one of the? Uh, oh, Viger, yeah. Viger has it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Voyager, mm -hmm. the first one. 
And what, the latest ones have more of a disc? CD, not CD, um, Oh, laser disc. Laser, yeah. I don't know if they ever yeah, did. Yeah, didn't they throw, I thought on one of these uh, Voyager, or one of these things they sent up in space, they put a laser disc in there. It was yeah, isn't it like the same signal that's on a VHS? Oh, but I don't optical? Know. Was Something it? like that. Yeah, it's like pits and stuff. And yeah, it's like the same kind I of guess, thing. yeah, but it's digital. It's, it's, a, it's analog. Well, like, then later they did add digital to LaserDisc as technology evolved and such. So yeah. it was both analog and digital. That's wild. Like, I've never, I, you know, I actually didn't know that. I didn't, wasn't, I didn't know uh, that there was a, a video analog format on a disc. <laughs> well, yeah, because you would think it would have been like CD. Yeah. But nope. Yeah. Huh. It looks like a CD, yeah. and it works the same way as a CD, yeah. but apparently it's analog information encoded on it rather than digital. Those things, I don't even think you can find, you can barely find players for those things anymore. You don't see the discs anywhere anymore. I think it was expensive. Kind of gone. Yeah. Really? The cool. only okay. time yeah. I ever saw one was a library in fourth grade, I think. I think the library in fourth grade, they had one there, mm-hmm. and I was like, it's this huge CD thing. Yeah, yeah I've never seen one. I've but never seen yeah, anybody use one. I've never owned one of those machines. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've gone from basically from VHS, VHS to DVD. To DVD. Yeah, yeah, there was pretty no, much. Because yeah. I think they were like $100 they were expensive for the discs. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, yeah. I mean, they were huge discs. You know, right? So were the players. And yeah. the availability of the media was pretty limited, I think. It but wasn't yeah. anywhere near VHS. But, but it's crazy when you think about it. I mean, we, you know, we talk about analog and digital and, you know, how everyone's streaming and now the streaming has gone high, higher res and it continues to grow and all that stuff. But yet the demand is growing as well. Complete opposite analog only with needles playing, you know, yeah. s- playing stereo music. Well, <laughs> that's crazy. You know, I think you that's know? pretty interesting because what it shows is basically that it's not just streaming that's whatever making people more interested in music it's it's simply the fact that for whatever reason more people than ever are interested in playing back music and and audio um and so obviously there's a lot of people moving towards the convenience side of things and they want to be able to easily play new stuff they don't want to deal with the content and getting it well you can't streaming you can't travel with your record players very impractical i mean you could when i was a kid i had a close and play yeah, and I actually closed up with a handle and you could carry it around. Yeah, they still so, make, you can get them, yeah. portable. So they did have that, although I wouldn't call that too portable. Yeah, it's not that And cool. I don't know how well that would go through security at the airport nowadays. But <laughs> probably mm. wouldn't be a problem. No, they were not. just plastic. But um, There's a handful of small artists that only release on vinyl and physical format. They don't even have CDs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's clearly a thing. Nobody's buying them. That's the reality, right? right? So, what yeah, do you do right. with the CD now? Right. Cars don't even have CD players a lot of times now. Newer That's cars, true. a lot of times, don't even have them. So where are you putting it in? You don't have a Walkman or something yeah, with a CD formats, player. Format's pretty much done. I mean, if you yeah, have a portable player that plays Vixel Media, it's probably actually a cassette player. Yeah. So they're more common than, than CD players. Yeah, One really time, is. a guy brought a cassette player to a show. Yeah. It's like, I want to hear what it sounds like through my cassette player. <laughs> One time. <laughs> a portable cassette yeah, player? Yeah, it was a nice one. It was so a what? professional Sony. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we've had people bring in the DAT, D-A-T, the DAT players. Mm-hmm. Those were digital on tape, yeah, I think. Right. They recorded. It's kind of like the uh, SAC, uh, the Super Video, Super VHD, or what? what no, the, VHS. What yeah, yeah, Super VHS, right? Yeah. Recorded the audio in digital on the tape. Yeah. And I guess the DATs were like that. They were pro recorders that took small, tiny little cassettes that 
I don't know what the sampling rate on that was. It was probably 48K. Yeah, probably the same as yeah. CD. But yeah, that was, I have seen people very rarely, sometimes you'll walk in with a DAT player. Oh, back in the day. Yeah. Now you don't see that anymore because everything's on a stick, you know, USB stick or something. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to do digital these days, there's better options than that. Yeah. E- yeah, convenient, yeah, portable. Just a bit. Yeah. yeah. But I think the th- it really comes down to is most people use both. And that's the thing. For convenience, you use digital. And then when you're at home and you're like, all right, I'm going to actually listen to music, you'll break out the turntable. Yeah. It's a different experience. It's yeah. it's kind of like trying new things. I mean, I, I enjoy getting used records. You know, I think I enjoy used records more than new for some reason. Well, because that's probably why you're, you're competing with other people well, that are yeah. doing the same thing. Because you know why? Because the new, newer albums are like, they're newer. They're, to me, they're not built to the same standard. Well, it's, it's not you that. Know? It's just that it's a wild it's just a crapshoot on new stuff like yeah. we have we've have we seen some of the new stuff Old is stuff good too yeah same thing yeah but the new stuff some yeah, sounds right. good some doesn't yeah, it's just, the same with the old yeah. i get stuff from the 60s and 70s some is good some isn't yeah you know but that but it's way cheaper to experiment that, yeah, with it could be five dollar yeah. albums <laughs> or like two you know but the reality of it is i probably most of them are just going to sit there you know and collect dust over time but but maybe not i mean maybe um one day I'll find what I'm thinking on doing is getting a second cartridge for my turntable, one that's not so good, that just kind of softens things. Mm. And then I will have a pile of records that that oh. cartridge works really oh, well a with. a sacrificial cartridge? Well, yeah, yeah kind of you know, like this, that. This yeah. is my dirtier. It just has a totally man. different tonality. It's yeah. not about resolution. Yeah. It's about playing through grunge real smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're out there, you know. And uh, you, obviously a lot of cartridges are actually in a lower under like that. You know, and um, bottom line, though, is that those that's probably what these kids are using anyway. I doubt if most people are running five, ten thousand dollar. Probably not. Kyotsos, you know, yeah, they're yeah. they're probably running uh, they're probably running standard cartridges. And that's why they're able to enjoy a lot more of the older stuff that's playing through scratches and stuff, you know. But anyway, probably. yeah. But anyway, that I mean, you know, this whole analog did versus digital thing is kind of fallen by the wayside at this point you think about it because well, it's not a contest anymore they're no. different formats yeah. and they have different advantages right and disadvantages and uh and they're both cool and yeah. that that's cool right there i mean that's that's all that could be said about it it's you're, it's no longer a contest you're right pretty much yeah so well, I, I guess that wraps it up well, yeah it's a wrap. Yeah. well you gotta let us know what you think about that in the comments below maybe use analog out there Sure, there's a lot of people that have a bit more experience than we do with this. Yep. Occasionally, we talk to people at shows that have been using analog for 50 years, and they tell us all about the benefits and how it's amazing in, in every fact, way. In fact, please, in the comments, tell us what you are using. We'd love to hear what yep. you're using for turntables, because we really don't know. We just don't hear for that from the, You really from don't people. hear from people no. with their turntables. No. So. It's always about That's everything less but. common than digital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be cool to know, so let us know. Let us know. If you have a future question for an episode, uh, you could email to us at TOTL at abyssheadphones.com. Maybe we'll answer on a future episode. And stay subscribed to see more content like this. Give us a thumbs up if you like this video. And take care, guys. Peace.